I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so puppy? This could be a while. Puppy smash. Bad parenting podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had donut cheese. No, nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah, yes. Welcome to episode 121 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And this week we have a special guest. I'm Trent. <laughs> Hi, Trent. How you doing, buddy? Good. Good? So, we have a, it was a unique situation in our household this week. Never before seen. <laughs> right. Where Trent is currently the only child. Yes. He, for- uh... We, Ezra's at his mom's, mm-hmm. and Tempe is at summer camp for the first time ever, so Trent has gotten to be just with you and I Yep. all week. And he's been enjoying the hell out of it. Yep. <laughs> so do you miss your brother and sister? Yep. Like, for real? Yep. But do you enjoy being by yourself without them? Yep. Should we make that happen more often? Yep. <laughs> do you know how to say no? No. <laughs> <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> do, do, do! Uh, that's Don't not, yell into that's the not yell in the microphone, okay, buddy? Bye. Because it makes it really hard to edit and it makes it hard to listen to because it hurts people's ears. Okay? So, babe, how was your week? Uh, good. <laughs> we're, we're done. Rushed. We're done. We're done with the old house. Yes, we, we are. We turned in our keys today, and I we hired somebody to help clean, and then they didn't help clean as much as we were hoping that they would help clean, and so I cleaned, and you cleaned, and my mom cleaned, and we packed up stuff, and we unloaded stuff, and we took stuff to the dump, and... Yep. Oh, Had a minor God. marital spat in the garage. Well, no. Yeah. I just... It, I wouldn't even call that a marital spat. I wouldn't call that... What's that? It's for the microphone cable. Don't mess with it. I would call that... I got pissed at you. I told you I was pissed at you. Uh, You were pissed back at me, and then we moved on. Yeah. It it, it wasn't even a spat. It was just a... Rocket. If you're going to act like that, I'm going to tell you you're being an asshole, and you're going to tell me I'm being a bitch, and then we're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Basically, what it comes down to is I fucking hate moving. It's... I'm done. I'm glad we're done with the actual moving part. We're still settling and putting stuff away. Oh, we've still got yeah. two months worth of putting things away to do. Rocket. No. What's what? he doing now? He's digging around on something back there. Might be chewing on a cord. So, yes, we have a puppy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a puppy. Yeah. Yep, it's a puppy. I told you not to touch the microphone. So, after a minor adjustment with a dog <laughs> and the kid and a microphone stand falling over and a dog playing games, we're back. So, but yes, I hate moving. Uh, we all I hate just, moving. Nobody uh, likes moving. Uh, I like moving. <laughs> what do you like about moving, Trent? We get to paint. You get to paint even if we're not moving. I think he means the walls. Oh, oh, paint the walls. Okay, that's understand. I can understand that, but guess what? You can paint the walls without moving in or out of the house. You have to move the stuff around in the house, but you're not actually transporting it from one to the other. What else do you like about moving? Nothing else. Nothing else? Yeah, talking to the microphone. There you go. So, you did nothing else? You just like the fact that we could paint the walls? Yes! Cool. You don't have to yell, buddy. So, um, did we paint your room? Yep. And why did we paint it? Or what color did you choose? Green. You chose green? 
Yep. Why do you like green? Because it's my favorite color. I know, but why is it your favorite color? It's green. Well, point towards the microphone. Because it's green? Yeah. Ah, cool. What about your new bed? Do you like your new bed? Yes. Yes. Is it up in the air like a bunk bed? It's a loft bed, actually, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Is it comfy? Yep. Cool. What's your favorite thing about your new room? It's green. You like that it's green? <laughs> I have to admit, buddy, I'm, I'm very happy for you guys. I never got to paint a room or decorate like that when I was growing up because we rented the entire time that I was in high school. or All the entire time that I would have cared about any of that stuff, I couldn't do it because we, I, we were renting. So I never got to paint my room my own color, ever. Yeah. I don't. Oh, I take that back. My dad's going to kill me. When we lived on South 8th Street... We mm-hmm. got to paint our room. I forget what color it was, but then we got to spo- – it, it was the 90s. Uh, oh, the sponge painting. We painting. did sponges, <laughs> sponging on all of – on it. Yep. It didn't Don't look – Don't do that, Trent. It didn't look very good in the end, <laughs> but we were proud of it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a trend that either it looked really awesome or it just looked like shit. Well, when you when you do it with teenagers who lose lose their focus pretty quickly, right? Uh, it ends up looking pretty – read at the end right yeah and then well you know it's, it's a difference between like i remember because we had a neighbor that did that and in the 90s it was a white background with like really bright colors like pinks and blues and but like really they, they popped there's a yeah. lot of you know whereas nowadays you can see them where it's like a more muted color and the sponging is used instead of texturing so um but yeah that was that was all I the rage back then you had soda at elizabeth's Oh, somebody that you have a soda, huh? It's cherry coke. Oh, <gasps> cherry coke. Oh, no wonder you're so hyper. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and we, it, they have. I need a straw, so her, I thought being straw, straw with mean stripes. Nice. Yeah. So like little little behind the scenes nice. here pro tip for you. <laughs> Kids fucking love to touch microphones. They they want to grab the cable. He can't not. He, he's just sitting there, and, and and all of a sudden his hands will start to quiver, <laughs> and they reach out for the pop filter. Or they go for the cable, or his like foot will come out, and like one little toe will come out and start trying to touch it. He just wants to touch and play with the microphones. Dance, kind of hilarious. I think he's been watching too many like music videos or concert videos where they grab the microphone and like sing into it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But oh man, don't touch it. Don't so do it. yep, don't no, Trent. No, don't. I'm not joking. <laughs> he seems to think I'm joking. I'm not joking. Trent, I'm not joking. Do you want to be done? We can be done, buddy. That's All right. Fine. No, no, ben, no. Time. This is no. actually, this is a perfect example for our listeners of a problem no. we've been having with Trent lately no. is he is going through his, I'm going to assert myself phase and you tell him not to do something and he looks at you and does it anyways and you want to throw him across the room into the wall, <laughs> but you can't because they frown upon that in this country for some reason. <laughs> Child abuse something or something about like that. brain damage. Right, right. I don't want to do that, mommy. You don't want to have brain damage. No, I don't want to have. Be done. You don't want to be done. No. Okay, then stop touching the microphone. Okay. okay. So. Oh, oh, I long kisses, kisses, kisses. Oh, oh, kisses. High five. High five. All right. Okay, that's <laughs> enough. That's enough. This is an audio format, so they can't really see a high five there, sir. So, Trent, I have a question for you. What? What is your favorite food? Spaghetti and mac and cheese. And hot dogs. And hot dogs. That is quite the, uh, that's that's a wide range of selections there. Spaghetti, mac and cheese, and hot dogs. The first two I get, they're all carbs. (laughs) Carbs with meat. And then the second one's just the tube meat. So, those are your favorite foods? What about desserts? What's your favorite dessert? Candy. Into the microphone. Candy. Candy. What kind of candy? Mike and Ike's. You like Mike and Ike's? Yep. Okay. Do you? I do. They're not my favorite, but I do like Mike and Ike's. I tend to not eat them too often because they, they get too chewy sometimes and they get stuck in my teeth. So... I now Trent, we did something. You and I did something pretty cool yesterday. Don't eat your boogers, you sick little turd. <laughs> Stop it. You were talking about things getting oh, stuck in your teeth. Oh man. Yeah. So what did we do yesterday, Trent? You do you do remember? That was fun yesterday. 
Move the trailer. That was today. What did we do yesterday with Papa Joe? Go on the racetrack. We went on the racetrack, and what did we do on the racetrack? Race! <laughs> we raced? Yeah, we got in the, we got the, uh, the four-cylinder car, didn't we? Yep. And we had to go round and round the track to test out something for Papa Joe, right? Yep. Do you know what we were testing? What? I'm asking you, do you know? No. Okay. It was a system that allows them to automatically uh, time everybody's laps, and then the computer software will place them pr- properly, etc., so they can um, work the track with fewer people on it because they've been losing volunteers to help out with that kind of stuff. So we had to fix the transponders, is what they're called, to make them work. Ah. Yeah. What'd you get when you were there? Mm, Starburst, yeah. a whole package. <laughs> a whole package of Starburst, that's right. Papa Joe gave us access to the candy shack, <laughs> and Trent was in heaven. Big mistake. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> I think he would have walked out with his pockets full if we had let him, but, but he came back with a Starburst. That was good. So, Trent, did you know that I used to run the candy shack? No. It was my very first job ever. No, I didn't. Yeah, I used to work there. I used to sell the candy to the kids. Oh, you kicked the microphone stand again. See, buddy? You gotta stop that, okay? Gotta be more careful what I you're know doing. it doesn't make a big noise when you do it out here, but when it's on the microphone, it makes a big noise in the, in the computer. Okay? So what do you want to talk about? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse? What about Mickey Mouse? Okay, don't scream. You love Mickey Mouse? Yep. What do you like? So, what's your favorite part about Mickey Mouse? Everything. <clears throat> Everything, huh? Cool. Then you like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, too. Is that your favorite show? Yeah. Yeah, don't do that, Trent. You see, why? <laughs> I don't watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah, you were stretching out, sure. I don't want to do tour anymore. Oh. <laughs> you just want to watch Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Do you want to watch it in my bedroom for a little while while we finish? Yeah. All right, third time's the charm. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> the attention span of a four-year-old is that of a gnat's penis. I. A gnat's penis. Yeah, that, 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 microscopic. <laughs> <laughs> Almost doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't, do they have penises, gnats? I'm just going to assume that a gnat <laughs> is a very small creature that has an even equally smaller penis. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Don't mess with my uh, my analogy here. I Try was going to gonna pick apart your logic. Don't we? You shouldn't. <clears throat> I'm trying to pick apart your penis. <laughs> Ow. <Ew. laughs> this is gross. That would hurt. That would just be also Put the Pokemon I go can't, down. I can't not get it. Hey, catch your Pokemon and then stop. I... <laughs> oh, you got to go take a bite of your snack. Okay. So, yeah, you, you might hear Trent run around in the background. Just put up with it. Yep. It is, it is what it is. It, we're, it's an abnormal recording night for us because of the simple fact of the matter is we couldn't get it done this weekend because we were too busy busting our ass getting other shit done, like the house move and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it didn't help that I after the two weeks that I had off, I was on the road quite a bit, so we, wasn't, we weren't able to uh, have as much assistance there. Well, yeah, you took two weeks off and then like you were like back to work and gone. Gone, yeah. So, and then my my... Mom and stepdad were supposed to help, but then they were out of town a little bit, and then like yeah. all this, like all this stuff, just made it to where we were really glad we had that thirty days to get out of there. Right? Yeah, it helped out quite a bit, and we got everything squared away. Um, and yeah, the most I'm just I'm so exhausted. I mean, I'm literally there's on that trip when I was because I was pulling twelve hour, twelve to fourteen hour days because of the, where I was going. Well, I know, but I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> Just just on 12 to 14 hour days when you're going, going, going yep. is one thing, but 12 to 14 hour days when a chunk of that is spent driving and trying to stay awake, oh, I, especially when you're exhausted. So yeah, it was, we were all just kind of burning the candle at both ends and, uh, and it was, um, okay. You just do what you got to do. You don't have to announce it all. Okay, buddy. Hope it all comes out. Okay. And if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the sweetie. That was, from, <laughs> that was an old line from my grandma. She had it on above her toilet even when the grandkids came over. Yahoo. So, yeah. So, other than moving. Yeah. we uh, Other than moving, it's been the same crazy-ass house that it always is. We got the kids doing kid stuff. I mean, Temper- Temperance's first summer camp. 
which is pretty exciting. I yeah. I think I think I tend as a general rule when the kids go through bigger life changing events like the school going mm-hmm. to school for the first time and things, you tend to be a little more emotional right. on the they're growing up so fast kind of side. Right. And I tend to be more like, Yay, they're being their own person and like and there's nothing wrong with either reaction. Wh- but it's very strange that you and I have somewhat opposite reactions right. no and part of it though it's it's not just they're growing up so fast i also have the yeah they're being their own person they're growing up they're, you know they're becoming their own thing but it's also it's bittersweet because after him it's it's over know, which is gonna I be a thing think, to celebrate yeah but it's i think still, i will be more emotional when he goes through it because let's face it he's my like yeah. my like well, i love tempe she's my daughter she's my princess but not to the same in the same ways well and like i said i think you know i think we've talked about this before is that with ezra is always it was always a point of pride like my 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 son's growing up you know and he's he's becoming he's doing his own thing and it was really kind of cool to see him become his own and it was still an emotional thing for me but tempe being my daughter it's pulled my heartstrings completely differently and i'm not trying to be sexist i'm not trying to say that she's got that daddy needs to protect her more than the the boy or anything else none of that it's just a completely different feeling watching her go through it than it is watching him go through it and i don't know what it's gonna be like with trent's we'll find that out as it happens yeah but my biggest thing was like it was trent's already ready to go like he was so mad he wasn't getting dropped off at camp too and he's got two more years yeah yeah, so it was um, it was an interesting drop off because she was very she was nervously excited for it at first, and we basically laid it out to the camp counselors like, hey, look, if tonight goes well, the rest of the week is going to be golden. But if you, if if anything goes, <laughs> basically, if you fuck up tonight <laughs> or somebody fucks up tonight for her, it's over. We're going to be coming out here to get her, or she's going to make your life a living hell. All of the above, it's going to suck. So we might want to just try to avoid that. And luckily, the um. The council, the, uh, the, I guess she's the pastor of the camp. She was the main mm-hmm. person. It's a church camp. Um, she's like, don't worry. And she took her in and was like, here, look at all the cool stuff we got. We got the basketball court. You're going to make friends, blah, blah, blah. And then we've, we've seen little pictures pop up on Instagram and Facebook because they have private accounts there that we can follow. Um, and I've seen her. And my for the first one we saw was a video of them singing a song. Well, it's and a church camp, and she's already a little nervous about all the God stuff that's going to happen. Literally, those were her own words. <laughs> Ugh, all this God stuff. Yeah. Yeah, which was kind of hilarious. And once again, we're not teaching our kids there's anything wrong with religion. No, we're but just... the first thing she read was like, they had a little pamphlet thing in the, right. in the cabin that was like, uh, we're all sinners. And she's like, Mom, what's a sinner? And I'm trying to explain it like in church terms. And she's like looking at me like, but I'm not a bad person. Right. I'm like, honey, no, you're not. And and just because some people believe this, it doesn't make it the way it is. And you don't right. have to believe anything that you don't want to believe yep. in. And she was just like, okay. <laughs> well, and, it, it, you know, it's, but I, I like I, the exposure is good for her. It's it good is. for her to be exposed to what other people will see and believe. Um, this happens to be a Methodist camp. Um and it's there's a, some fun for yeah. there's, some, there's a fun camp that the Foursquare kids go to too that I would like to try to see to get her into. The problem is with that one is they're a little more, um, it's a little hard, almost like more elitist. Like yeah. you almost have to be a member of a church to get yeah. there. Whereas this one's just like you know come one come all kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is I, I like that. But um, the way I put it to Ezra and the way I put it to her too is that let's say you don't agree with this stuff, you don't believe it, whatever. Much like we we had this place in Portland way back when called Skate Church, mm-hmm. and it was this church that had a mass. It was like in this old school building in downtown Portland or in, in, in inner south in, in inner Portland, not quite downtown, but you know that spot. Um, and massive basement. It was a huge basement for for an outreach program. They built a massive skate park in the basement of this church. So you had fifteen to twenty minutes worth of a of a sermon you had to sit through, and then you had free time. The rest of the, that was it. Mm-hmm. Your only they they had certain times throughout the day that they would allow people in and, and whatnot in different sessions. But once you listen to the guy speak about God and Jesus and whatever for a few minutes, then boom, you're off to play. And the nice thing about it too is that it was a little more um, for the parents who were sketched out by the whole because in the '90s the skating thing was kind of like what the you know <laughs> it, like hoodlums this and we were all treated like shitheads and. I, I you know I'm sure it it was the same for even earlier generations of skaters, but it seemed like it came to a head almost in the 90s. Yeah, um, and 
it was a place where you could go skate without fear of judgment and also without fear of the fact that those ones who were being hoodlums, they would get kicked out. So if you're one of those people that didn't, didn't want to be part of that scene where you're just thrashing shit, you just wanted to go out there to have fun, you could go to skate church, do the 15, 20-minute serving, giggle about the stuff, and then move on. Um, and so we, the same way I put it to the kids is, hey, look, yeah, you got to listen to this stuff. Yeah, you got to attend these things. But, dude, you're fucking ziplining. And you're doing this and you're doing that. And, and we were able to – so far, every year we scored the scholarship program. Yeah. And we've paid a whopping like seventy five bucks each year to get them into this camp. Yeah. Um. So that's been awesome. Um. So it's it's good. I'm glad to see that she's having that exposure, that experience. I'm happy to see that she's at, out doing her own thing and being her own person and having fun. Um. But it is also it's just a different thing for me seeing my little girl grow up like that and and uh, it's a good thing that that Harry Chapin song didn't hit my playlist at all this week because that probably would have <laughs> broke me. Well, it, you you were you were definitely misty on the way out the thing, but not quite the same level as you were when Ezra. Like I remember when we dropped off Ezra the first time, like you had to pull over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I was this Ezra eased it a little bit. I was a little more prepared this time around. <laughs> um, but yeah, it uh, it's. I'm yeah, it's it's good, and I'm glad, and it's it was a it was actually a godsend that it happened this week because oh, we needed her. We needed, we needed her, her gone. We, need, <laughs> the, the we di- needed both of them gone. Because actually, no, Trent's been a champ. I know that's my po- no. That's oh, what I'm both saying. Both the older two, yeah. Ezra and Tempe were gone, and Trent has been an angel. I mean, yeah. he's he's pushing his boundaries. He's still four. I mean, yeah, God. he's doing the normal four year old shit, but he doesn't have to contend with the older siblings. And he's he's you know he's helpful. He st- he generally stays out of the way. Um, you can ask him to carry something and he doesn't, I don't want to do that. You know, he doesn't do the thing that kids with, you know, older, more complex brains will do. Right. He's just been a really good kid. And well, out of all of them, he's the one that likes to be helpful the most in the right way. He still feels very rewarded by Mm -hmm. a simple praise. Whereas the other two are like, okay, what are you going to give me for it? He's still like happy to get a smile and a thank you. No, but he, uh, yeah, but even so like he enjoys doing things that the other two never have. Yeah. He likes to sweep. Oh, he loves loves to sweep. Like, you give him a broom and he'll sweep all damn day. He'll go from one end of the house to the other. <laughs> Might not be the most perfect job, but he'll sweep. Yeah. And um, and so he's he's good about that kind of stuff. So housework, those kind of things, he's really good at that. Um, so, yeah, it was it was actually perfect timing. They were both gone this week because it allowed you to get over there and kick ass during the day. Then in the evening after I got off work, we were able to both fly over there and, okay, boom, 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 do this, this, and this. I kind of skipped. It's just amazing what... <clears throat> kind of detritus you accumulate in a house because i was just shocked at what i kept i kept finding more things like Like shit even even last night we're almost done with everything and i peeked behind the freaking shed that we had our like lawnmower in and there's more shit back there Mm -hmm. and like did you know we still have a bike rack for the back of the car? <laughs> that's where that went. I, I'd actually been looking for that at one point. So I had that, looked for that at one point. I think you th- thought we left it at my mom's when yeah, we moved three yeah. years ago. Yeah, so it was just... Uh, hiding behind the shed. Hiding behind. And every, it just every five seconds, there was another thing we found that we needed to move. And mm-hmm. I started panicking at the end because we did end up things kept getting postponed like i had all these plans set in motion and then you know oh well i've got this going on and and i don't have a car that i can haul stuff in the only car we have stuff that we can haul stuff in is yours and you've been gone and then my mom has a van which she's more than willing to let us use or come use herself right you know but she's been tied up with like i said keeps all these things keep happening getting postponed and postponed and i'm like we've got to get this done now Mm-hmm. and trying to get her to understand that there's no second chance like if you don't get here today by three o'clock today i almost i almost grabbed the phone today it was one of those things where i, I had to walk out of the room because it was like i was i could hear her on the phone well if, you, if i don't hear from me by four then you know then you can start to worry like no i have to have the keys in by five when this place closes <laughs> meaning Four o'clock is not an acceptable answer for you. you, So finally, and all it really was that was left was the stuff that she was going to take from us to go scrap at the scrappers. Right. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to toss it in the back of my trailer. I'll take it to the new place. You can come pick it up there. But I'm not waiting for you. And and just as I thought it was, like 3.50 is when she finally arrived. And and we were already on our way to turn the keys in. I'm like, yeah, we'll be there in a little bit. Go ahead and start loading up whatever you want to load up. But, uh, you know, I I, I don't. See that's that that's the one thing where you and I differ a little bit, and then she and I differ a lot. Is I don't like last minute 
stuff when it comes to these kinds of events. I'm I'm, I'm right. loosening up elsewhere. But, but I, I, I just, and we've already had this argument, so right. I'm just going to put a little bit of a cap on this and say, it's not like I was planning to no. wait to the last No, minute. you it weren't. just, like, you things weren't. beyond my control right. kept getting... Yeah, pushed back, and and, I'm and not, when it came down to the wire, I I came in in the end. You like, did. I did. No, I did. And while you did a lot of the heavy lifting, I will say I did a majority of the the work the work oh, yeah. that needed to be done. Most definitely. Uh, you know, like I I kicked some serious ass on getting us moved, and I couldn't have done it without the help of other people. But but I I made it happen. <laughs> yeah. No, and I'm I, I'm not even. My point is is that. Um, and I said, this is where you and I differ a little bit, and I'm, and I'm not really including you in this situation. But as for her, as long as it gets done, it doesn't matter how stressful it was. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much it sucked to do it. Even if it could have not sucked, as long as it's done, then it's almost like a, it's almost like a, a point of honor for her. Like the more horrible it was, but she still pulled it off, the more kick-ass she feels about herself. You know, you might be onto something. Man. And I'm actually of the opposite opinion. I'm like, you know, you had six weeks to do this, and you waited to the last six hours, and yeah, you did that. But uh, what about this? And I'm like, whereas I'm of the opinion, like if I've got six weeks to do something. I'd rather knock it out as quickly, whatever, however fast I can. Yeah, and I, and then, in my opinion, is there's a happy balance because right. I don't like to be rushed only to find out that I had a lot. I don't want to rush through something and get it done incorrectly only to find out that I realized that I could have taken my time and done it correctly. And mm-hmm. then, like, I like to have it done within a reasonable amount of time, within a reasonable amount of time from the deadline. But. I, cause I, because I see where there are things that I, we could have done differently right? and, and been more successful at it without rushing. Right. Um, I still think we, we should have taken a little bit more time to make this our, our sleeping house and, and, and done some more garage sailing or getting rid of stuff, going through some more stuff. Cause I still think, feel like we moved a lot of stuff. We didn't have to yep. move, but that's and and stuff see, like that. And that's where I it would have been more along the lines of that. You'd knock that stuff out well out before, like we should have started that process months ago. If you wanted to garage sale and whatnot. I mean, that would have all been done well before the fact, because trying to do that but on I top tried of to do that. Yeah. And, and then once <laughs> And it, and it once again it didn't work out because I, with me being out of town I can't you know that, and that's the bummer for me is like you did kick ass and you guys got a lot of shit done and I'm every time I was out of town and I'm seeing updates and posts from you guys about what you're doing and how much work you're getting done and I was like this is awesome it's so amazing and I'm a horrible person so I can't be there to help <laughs> I'm sitting here in a hotel room and in some ways I'm like <laughs> I'm sitting here in a hotel room they're busting around but I, I it's not how I operate I'm like my dad that way if there's work to be done and it's my work to be done then I get really I'm like, ah, and somebody else is doing it. It just bothers me. Like, I was having a really hard time when my ankle was all jacked up that one day. And we had people come help us move because the doctor said not super heavy lifting. And I'm like, and people are like huffing and puffing and they're sweating. And I'm just sitting here on a chair like, uh, that goes there and this goes here. And it's supposed to feel amazing, I guess. And I'm just like, this is so awkward and uncomfortable for me. I'm not doing, people are moving my shit around and I'm just sitting here like a lazy fuck doing nothing. I just, I did, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like Jay Whitaker at that point. What do I do with my hands? I don't know what to, you know, <laughs> I just have no, I have no clue as to what I'm supposed to do. And it was just, it was really, really, yeah. But we got everything over here now. We can put stuff away. Slowly. We've tested the home alarm. The yep. motion detector works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was no. That was funny because I was pan, I was concerned because I have the motion detector in the garage um, because we got the triple play. We were explaining all this stuff with Comcast. We got the package. They gave us the home security system. Blah blah blah. But we only had a certain number of sensors, and these fucking door sensors must be made of like you know kryptonite and or adamantium because they are not cheap. Like a three pack is a hundred bucks. I mean, they are fucking expensive sensors, right? And I've looked them up. They're simple. They're they're not worth that much money. I'm sorry. They're making a pretty fucking penny off of them. So I wheeled and dealed and got all the free sensors I could. And I'm like, all right, I don't have enough door sensors to cover the garage, but the garage is going to have some really expensive shit in it. So I want the garage covered. And then he's like, well, we've got this motion sensor. It might work out there. And it was acting like it wasn't working at first. But we put it in this one corner so I could get both doors. And then all of a sudden I'm at the racetrack last night. My phone's went off. And I'm like, 
I don't, what alarm, it's a noise that I've never heard before. I'm like, <laughs> that's not a text, that's not a phone call, what the hell? And I pulled it out, it's like, alarm in progress, alarm in progress. I'm like, fuck. So I open it up, it says, motion detector. I'm like, my garage. <laughs> so the first thing I do is I call you. I'm well, like, and, and you aren't on the back end of things. I'm rushing around trying to get this all done. I'm already pissed off. I'm pissed at, I'm honestly pissed, pissed at you. At I'm pissed at my mom because she keeps delaying everything and like when she's there there is no more valuable asset to me she kicks ass she takes names she she's like ever since she lost all that weight she's like the fucking energizer bunny and she keeps me going but but to get her there there is just impossible Mm -hmm. so i'm already just the we get to the house and i can't find my garage key because you this is why i was mad at you i actually wasn't mad at you I had gotten over the earlier being mad mm-hmm. and I was just, but I went to go open the garage to put the stuff away and the code, you've got two locks on the goddamn garage door. One takes a code and one takes a key. And I don't get the point of having one with I, the key if you have one with the code. And I know we already had this discussion, but I have to explain it to the people that listen no, because I, I was I ready have, to kill you. I have to explain something. Trent had to have locked it then. <laughs> because i didn't the only reason i put the new handle on the bottom mm-hmm. was so that it was a swing handle style so the kids could get in and out i've never i have personally never locked a bottom lock okay so i only, i'm only using the deadbolt and the code you're, so if it was locked, already, we then, already had yeah. this discussion and so we're, we're we're right so if it was that, that's why i was kind of surprised when it was locked today i'm like what the hell well that's when you said what the hell why is it locked i'm like i locked it because every time i've gone to go open it it's been locked so i assumed you wanted it locked which even as though I thought it was ridiculous, I did it because I love you and mm-hmm. I don't want to piss you off. Um, so I had to find the key, yep. unlock the thing, do the bolt, do the thing, do the thing. And I'm like trapezing over the Trust carpet. Me, I, I know. You and I had that To get to too. the button on the, the garage door to open it. And right about halfway through is when my phone starts going crazy. And I realize that the buzzing that I've been hearing is actually the alarm going off in the house. (laughs) And I'm like, and I've got the phone app thing. And I'm like, what? Type in my code. Type in my code. And I typed it in. And then it said error. And then it said you're something about we may have called the police. You'll have to give them your code thing. Uh And then you call me. And I'm like, fuck, get off my phone. They're going to call me for my key phrase or whatever. Well, the reason why I called you is I I think the error you got, I had already disabled the alarm from the racetrack. But I didn't know that. And (laughs) and I'm like freaking out. And then you're you're texting me. Oh, looks like the the sensor on the alarm works. (laughs) (laughs) And you're off at the racetrack doing what I've been wanting to do while I was huffing shit from the house i was i was living i was like fuck you i threw my phone oh my my mom was so mad so she didn't like it when i cursed and i had been cursing so bad and i said fuck you motherfucker and i threw the phone into the car (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was fun yeah it was great Yep, well, you can blame that one on your mom, because if she had been here on time, it would have been non-issue, so. <laughs> but we made it. We made it through. We're here. Yes, We're I'm just saying place. that, yeah. you know, a good husband would have stayed behind and helped, but whatever. I wasn't. <laughs> no, actually, I did the most helpful thing. I got Trent out of your hair. <laughs> you, can, you can't deny that. The way he was. I mean, yeah, he's starting to go downhill. He was starting to go downhill, and he we had already promised him the racetrack, and oh, if we yeah. didn't deliver on that, oh my god, the hell we would have paid. Because there was that, that ear-to-ear grin was there the entire night. The only part he got pissed off about was when we stopped. Yeah. And it literally it was funny, because we had to keep stopping, so they had to keep resetting the sensors and doing this and doing that on the transponder thing, and they're at walkie-talkies, and the car I'm in has no muffler. Like, it's, it's just straight pipe to the cat, and that's it. Like, they've <laughs> cut off the rest of it. And even though it's only a four-cylinder, when you have zero muffler, and, it, and it's just a pa 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 it was super loud. So I'm trying to hear what they're saying on the radio, and I keep hearing, like, you know, transponder this and antenna that, and so finally I just listened for keywords. If I heard stop, I stopped. If I heard go, I went. Um, and so, but every time we stopped though, uh, we stopped again. Yes. We supposed to be racing right now, daddy. I'm like, I know, sir. Um, but then it was just, a, it was a grin the entire time we were going on the track. And then your, uh, your nephew was there with his girlfriend. She has got, she has helped him grow a set to, I know, a, to right? an extent that's been amazing. So he starts trying it makes to like, me wonder what they've been up to. <laughs> he, it's, uh, he makes me, he, uh, 
he starts he starts like kind of like racing with me. I'm playing with him a little bit, and he's we're going back and forth, and I'm acting like I'm going to pass him. I wasn't really going to pass him because I did not trust his driving skills enough to keep from sideswiping me by accident. But I just kept acting like I was going to, <laughs> and so he kept flooring it more and more to stay away from me. And then finally, I, I noticed that I was he's going to start sketching out and get out of control. So I backed off, and then right as I backed off, your stepmom comes with the radio because she was helping too. It's not a race, boys. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm already on it. You know, <laughs> so I slowed down, and then on the next loop around, he uh, I see him, and he hits the corner. And he like floors it, and and the ass end breaks loose. I'm like shit. And then I watch him. I see him scramble to the stream. I'm like, oh, overcorrection number one. And then it whips it the other way. And then he over, you know, flies to the stream again. I'm like, oh, there's overcorrection number two. And then he does it again. I'm like, oh, there's overcorrection number. Oh fuck, there's a wall. And then luckily he saw the wall coming too. As I saw him grab the steering wheel, which means he was. It was that that, that movie you do where you grab the, grab the underhand grab where you're pushing the brakes down. Like I'm gonna put this brake pedal through the fucking floor and it's and all the all four tires lock and he slides and it was just a little whack and that was it. It's a little t- yeah. It just it just enough to stop the car. And he had this grin from ear to ear on his face, like, yeah. And his girlfriend's like, you just hear the scream, ah! And then I hear that your dad in this truck behind me, and I hear it floor, right? I'm like, fuck, he saw it. He's probably worried. So I get off the side of the road the other way. Blows past me. I'm like, sweet. Blows past your nephew, too. I'm like, the fuck? Oh, he didn't see it. And then your, your stepmom blows past both of us. I'm like, oh, she didn't notice either. Okay, so I'll be the responsible fucking adult here. Hold on. <laughs> So I pull the uh, car down to the side. I'm like, you guys good? He gives me a big thumbs up. I'm like, all right, let's go. And we keep on going again. Um, and the whole time, Trance is like, yeah, he's the, he's got a starburst. He's munching <laughs> off. He's looking out the window like it's a fucking scenic Sunday drive. He was just having a blast. That's awesome. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sorry I missed all the fun. Yeah. Because by the time I got there, y'all were done. Yep. So, uh, it, yeah, it was a good time, though. We had we had a great time doing all that. And then, um, yeah, came back and... and back to the craziness that is life here and and all that good shit so it's it's just it's been a whirlwind i'm trying to keep my brain oh the other thing too so i have to say cause I, I know that he listens and actually i know they both listen i want to say thank you to mr eric tomorrow for being not being a for lack of a better term a dick about the best of show because i literally delivered part two as late as i possibly could on the friday that i told him i'd have it done by because of how crazy shit got. Oh, yeah. It's over. You need some more Mickey Mouse? <laughs> so you let your corn dog sit out so long it's cold now. Don't touch that. And you need more Mickey Mouse. You're a needy little bitch. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's go. So, yeah, the, uh, the best of, we... um. Sorry, there was another interruption there due to a corn just, dog. Just another. Yeah. Corn dog and Mickey Mouse on demand incident we had to fix. Um, but yeah, I, I told Mr. Tomorrow, I'm like, okay, I got part one done. I'm like, whoo. And that one I got done by the skin of my teeth because I was trying to balance all this other stuff. And then I had, I was working on part two and I had this one bit that I was working on that it came out in the end and I got it to work out and it, and it worked and it landed just like I wanted to with the person I needed to land with. But it was so infuriating trying to get it done that I almost chucked my laptop across the room on multiple occasions. It was one of those things where creative, creatively, in my head, I knew exactly how it needed to sound and how to make it go and what I wanted it to be and how I wanted it to be. But I could not get that into the computer to, and, and get the audio lined out the way I wanted it to. Yeah, and I, I'm sitting back watching you do all this stuff like... This is actually in the hotel room while I was no, gone, no, no. but yeah. But I mean, the through the creative process, you and I have vastly different senses of humor. <laughs> and yeah, like, you're I'm, like more, I'm more of an archer mm-hmm. and you're uh, not. <laughs> not. No, but you, you would you'd be like, I want to do this thing. And I'm like, I don't... You wanted me to do something about with a Barney song. And I'm like, I'm no. Yeah, I ended up doing See, that by I myself. Don't, thank I don't you. think that's funny. And I don't really want to participate. <laughs> Everybody else liked it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they did. I just didn't want to do it. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it was. but And so it didn't quite lay out. Or it wasn't coming out. So now, from a very minor perspective, I get like why writers get, you know, with writer's block, get super pissed or people that are trying to paint. Because. It's the one. It's the one creative thing I actually can do in my life. I can. I, I'm. 
I'm fairly okay at this like audio editing stuff and putting stuff together. I'm not like great at it, but it's something I enjoy doing and it is a creative outlet for me. And so I'm, I was just like, I'm in this hotel room. I'm dog tired. Cause it's like, you know, 12 to 14 hour days at work and I'm trying to get this shit crammed in. I'm using every possible second I can, but after I've, you know, gotten everything else done to try to get this worked out and this one bit would not come together. It would not come together. And I got up and I had to walk out of the hotel room for a little bit, take a quick little stroll, come back in there and finally got it all to kind of piece it together. Um, but then, uh, yeah, the last day, you know, I literally, like I was, I was, I was listening to it in the background while I was doing work stuff. Cause I always go through after I make, put an essay like that together where it's clips from different shows. I always go through and, uh, make sure that I listen to it once just because, um, you can have the clips happened, right? Well, that and not even that, but because the volume can bounce mm-hmm. between the bits and I don't want it to be like super quiet then in your face and then back down, you know, I don't want it to be back and forth like that. So I needed to make sure that everything was, it was jiving out. So I was, um, while I was working and doing work related items, I had it playing in the background on my headphones and I was taking notes when stuff was messed up so I could fix it my lunch break. And, uh, and I'm I'm working through all this stuff, and and then every time I, like it was like the one I my, I hadn't had very many phone calls all week long, and then when I'm trying to listen to this episode, it's like my phone's ringing off the damn hook, and I almost hucked it across the room. I'm like why? Why is it when I need to get something else done? But I'm not even trying to dedicate it to. I just need to listen to something without being interrupted. I get fucking. You've had all fucking week. You've had five fucking days. Five days this week. You guys could have called me. No, you want to save it all for Friday. Think. And I'm just like. This is Justin. How can I help you? you know, I can't, <laughs> get my phone voice on. Um, so yeah, I literally. I mean, I got it all pieced together during my, you know, or finalized and got the volume edited and fixed during the lunch break, and then compiled the episode out, delivered it, said, "Boom, there it is. Here you go." And you know, he was very, very um, uh, appreciative of it, which I'm, I'm glad for. But it also, I texted him that morning. I'm like, "Hey, I'm just letting you know, I have not forgotten about you. I will get it done by end of day, no problem." You know, but it's just been kind of hectic. He's like, yeah, no worries. I didn't want to bother you and be a dick about it. I said, I really appreciate that. So, yes, thank you. Long story short, thank you for not, you know. Have you told them about the guinea pigs yet? Who? Oh, no, I haven't. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you take that one. Because um, you were there when it happened. So, the guinea pigs. The guinea pigs that I actually kind of kind of don't like anymore. But. They're they're going away because it turns out Tempe is allergic. Tempe's pretty pretty freaking allergic because every time we clean the cage, she or she well, holds them or she holds one. So what happened? What was that movie with um with um what's his name? D- Daniel Glover, the guy from Lethal Weapon, the African American guy, D- Daniel Glover, Dan- Danny Glover. Yeah, and then um Martin Short were like. <sighs> All I remember is the airplane scene where Martin Short gets stung by the bee and he puffs up really big. <laughs> it's kind of what te- Tepe, her eyes get all swollen. And, yeah. yeah. So, at any rate, um, we had them out in their little playpen and the kids were playing with them. And we had been trying to come up with names forever. Um, but nothing was quite hitting right. Right. And so... <laughs> they're out there and then all of a sudden trent's like i'm gonna call this one frank <laughs> i'm like what and he goes yep that one's frank and that one's eric <laughs> i'm like oh my god it works <laughs> yeah. and he points him out too and, so and the salt and pepper colored one is- which is slightly tinier and is not quite as as, as stout as the other one is eric and, and then the- the, like this tan and white like like a very pretty brown color with the white um a, a very good looking guinea pig even though he doesn't think so guinea pig. <laughs> even though he's very hard on himself yes um his name frank yes. and he's 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 the more stout slightly larger of the two guinea pigs and i laughed i came home and you tell me that she's like so the kids named the guinea pigs today i'm like sweet what are the names he's like you're she goes frank and eric I'm like, okay which one's frank and you point to the brown and white one and i started laughing i'm like holy fuck I'm like, so how did, I'm going to ask you, how much, you know, did you get to play? I, I, didn't, like, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't say a damn word. <laughs> I still don't know exactly where they pulled it out from, other than maybe doing the, the videos of the Tempe and Trent eat the same stuff as Frank and Eric stuff. So. Which is the next thing I have to compile. I know, you have a whole new video for that. I, I do, and it's actually a challenge video where they drop the gauntlet and they get it out there to, uh, and it's a time sensitive one, sort of. So I, I need to. Like, you really get, need to get that in the in like the this, clear? like in this weekend or something like that because um, before the product becomes unavailable for purchase, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Um, 
So yeah, it, it uh, th- that was hilarious. I about la- I was laughing so hard. I'm like, I can't believe that, you know. So, and I've also been told by Mr. Frank himself that uh, he enjoyed, he loved the bit that I did. And he enjoyed it, but I'm so gonna get it. So I'm trying to figure out what that means, and I'm just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> He'll just tease you some more about right. loving Eric so much. Yeah, he probably will. So <laughs> same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been an interesting couple of weeks, and I want to th- say thank you to our listeners for putting up with us, and also putting up with the sporadic release of the shows. Yeah, sorry about that. Last week's show didn't get out until the day we normally would record. Yeah, and then this And then this one... week, we, we pushed it off three, yeah. four days. Without, yeah. and, and, I told, and this is, I don't know when it'll actually go out, because you still have to edit and put it out, so. That's usually the easy part, and if, if, all, if all things go well, before I start work tomorrow, I can probably, if I get up early enough, I can knock it out and get it done. Um, cause it's, uh, this week was a local week for me as far as appointments go. Cause I knew we had to turn the keys in, possibly do a walk. I wasn't sure if they were going to do what wanted to do the walk through then. Yeah. Or what I, was I, honestly, there's a literal cat fight outside of our door. Yep. And because of that, I, uh, I, uh, just made sure that all my appointments this week were local in case I need to run over and do a walk through or whatnot or whatever. So, um, I'll be able to get up in the morning early enough, knock that out before I have to do my appointments. And then I've got my dental cleaning up tomorrow afternoon as well. And I took sick time off for that. So once I get back from that, I can, I can hopefully compile everything, get it together and get it out the door. So hopefully it won't be too late this week, but I really do appreciate people being, we had your childhood friend come to visit too. Oh shit. Yeah. So that was, that was the other thing that why the recording got all wonky last weekend. Um, so I'm sitting there chilling out, I was working on something, and I get a messenger message one day, and a buddy of mine that I haven't seen since 1992 or 93, we grew up together, our parents were both in the military, we, um, best friends for like, the we lived, it was like four or five years, we lived next to each other, and we were like inseparable, um, and, uh, and so we, every summer, riding bikes, wreaking havoc, causing all sorts of drama and whatnot, and having a good time. Um, and uh, so he messages me on Facebook, you you still live in the Portland area? I'm like, oh yeah, man, I'm still here. He's like, well shit, I'm, I'm going to be doing some work here up there in a little bit, and I wanted to see if you wanted to hang out and, you know, catch up and whatnot. I'm like... Well, drop a date. What day is it? And he let me know. I'm like, yeah. I'm, and it was on the. It was over the weekend because he was flying in on a Friday to do a quick um, job and then uh, staying through Sunday. And uh, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm here. So uh, let me know. And then uh, we worked it out. And I was gonna offer to him, hey, why don't you come just come and spend the night at our place after you're done instead of having to stay in a hotel room. And he's like, if it, he actually beat me to it. He's like, if it's not too forward of me to ask, can I? Uh, can I come? Crash, crash at your place and uh would the wife be okay with that I'm like oh sure so we get yeah, all that and you know of, i'm always down for visitors like i yeah as long as they don't care that my house is a complete disaster because right. i just moved like i don't you yeah you're always welcome like if there's floor space or a couch you are welcome to it yep and so uh so yeah he flew in and got his work done and then uh, i picked him up saturday morning and we uh, spent the whole day ca- catching up and bullshit and taking the kids out and doing stuff and we barbecued and had a good dinner and then uh and then I took him back for his, air, his flight Sunday morning, which turned out to be a clusterfuck because they canceled it on him. But because his travel agent at his office set it up, they didn't the notification him. of the cancellation didn't come to him. It went to them, but nobody's going to be back till Monday. So we got up at the ass crack of dawn to make sure we got to the airport in time so that he get to his flight on time. Then he spent eight hours sitting in the terminal <laughs> waiting for his flight for that afternoon. So we could have slept in and spent some more time together. But it was really cool because literally I hadn't seen him. I was in shit back when he was. So I was in like sixth grade. Yeah, fifth or sixth grade when they came down. And he was uh, he's a couple of years younger than me. So he was like fourth grade. <clears throat> um, the last time I saw him. And that was only for like a three-day weekend because my dad left the military in 91 and then they drove up and saw us in 92 or 93. So it was like a couple year, year to a couple years after we got out of the military, they came up and spent a weekend, an extended weekend with us, like four days. And then that was it. That was the last time I saw him. We kept, we, you know, kept in touch on Facebook and whatnot, but it was just, it was super cool to, to catch up with them and see how things were going and, and spend the day together. And we had a good time just kind of reminiscing about stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I forgot. The, there was stuff he brought up that I had totally forgotten about, too. Like, the shit we had done back in the day. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, we did. Oh, no. Because there was, <laughs> like, uh, I had this little tape deck, and so I guess I recorded, like, a um, a mixtape for him that was, like, an Easter present right after we left the military. You know, 
the bromance was strong between the two of us at that age. I'll put it that way. Um, and I, he he said he found the mixtape and he was listening to it, and then uh, it, it snapped halfway through. So he was all super bummed because it, his tape deck ate it. So Aww. yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, so it was cool. And uh, dude's cool with kids. He's got a couple kids of his own. So it just it was like the perfect situation. He wasn't like one of those let's go drink and party. And I'm like because I just didn't have the time for that. And he was totally cool. That the house was a disaster, and and um, it was also nice to see him. You know, being he, he he's in a good spot in his life because yeah. there were some tumultuous times for them when they were younger, when because his parents split and some other stuff going on. And um, you well, you heard the story about when he got jumped that one time. Yeah, and that, that was, was pretty crazy. fucked up. Uh, broke up with a girl and her boy, her brother, and like three of his friends decided to billy club the shit out of him. Um, so yeah, that was cool. That was a good time catching up and just having having a good old. Yeah, you know, it's one of the, what do you say about somebody. It was like we had never, like like the 20 years hadn't happened, right? We just got, like it was just right back at it. We were cool again and everything was kosher. And he was he was floored by how beautiful and green it is here because he's from Missouri where it's flat and that. Yeah. He's like, wow, man, is that a mountain? I'm like, nope, that's not a mountain. That's a hill. I'm like, that's a mountain. <laughs> he's like, oh. Because <laughs> what they call mountains back there are just like, you know, it's like if you were to compare them to boobs, like we got the double D's sometimes larger out here, and he's like used to mosquito bites, like little A cups, <laughs> you know. Um, so that's what I love it, how you can compare anything, anything to, to sexual boobs. stuff or boobs, yeah. I was going to say boobs, but yeah. sexual stuff too. Sure. I pride myself in, in my weird comparisons and my analogies. I can do it. So. But yeah, that's that's about the gist of it for now. Oh no, I, I had one more thing I want to talk to you about really quick, and this actually comes up from one of our, our partner or not our partner shows, but um, oh yeah, our partner shows. One of the shows in the network, the Rad Dad Radio Hour. They were I was listening to one of their episodes, and they were talking about um, middle school and how. Well, basically, one of the hosts, his son went out, and I don't remember the exact circumstances of it, but he got a plush toy. Uh, what was it? It was a character from one a nerdier pursuit. I'll put it that mm-hmm. way. And he he earned it through like an allowance. I don't remember how he got it, but he ended up purchasing this plush toy, and he was carrying it like everywhere with him. And the dad's kind of like grew up when we grew up back when that kind of shit. You get your ass whooped for carrying a stuffed animal with you, that kind of thing. And they were talking about how he's like, you know, I'm trying to explain to him that a totally cool if you do this i'm not trying to like you know he's like basically i'm not trying to salt the kid's style i'm not trying to like contain him in a box but at the same time just be aware of the fact that you might get your ass kicked for this kind of thing and then he was kind of posing to the other host like what do you guys think and all this stuff and i was chatting with him about it afterwards my like, dude fucking let him let you know just let him it, it, it's a t- it's different times school first is com- off it's different times completely like, it's it's a night like I'm sitting here watching Iron Man movies and shit like that, but if that, like, I never used even in the comics that hard, but knowing that what these are all based off of, never would have thought in a million years as a kid that that ever would have been okay to see, you know? And I grew up in a very, very nerdy household. Right. Like, uh, to the ex fucking stream. Like, I was one of the, I I wasn't one of the kids that would carry around a stuffed animal, but I, I was the kid who was ex- super excited when Spider Man got released. You know, like it was the coolest thing that had ever happened. Um, you know, like so I may not be the best person to ask, but I feel like let let kids do what they're gonna do because I did embarrassing stuff. I especially right at that age. And I don't, I don't regret any of it. Like looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, that was kind of dumb. Right. But it didn't affect me forever. It didn't ruin my life. Right. Um. Now that being said, in today's society, if you do something weird enough to get noticed, a lot of times you can get theoretical so internet sh- dollars. But it's, <laughs> but it's so. I mean, if somebody decides they're going to make fun of you, it doesn't just happen at school. It happens right. online. It happens on your Facebook. It happens on your Instagram. It happens yeah. on your everything. And it can be really kids, overwhelming. We, and the funny thing is kids are still kids are still dicks. That, yeah. that doesn't change. Like they, they are they've, monumental dicks. And now we've given them these tools to be dicks all the time. Right. But they've also changed. In some ways, <clears throat> some of what they're being dicks about have changed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay now to like 
Marvel comics right, where com- it's okay to, you know, these things. Whereas before that was considered taboo. And see, I did the exact opposite after being, after moving around so much in the military and whatnot, um, I was always the new kid at the school. I was always the new person trying to make friends. And it got to the point where I got so sick and tired of being picked on or singled out and all that jazz that I went out of my way to not be different and to try to fit in and to try not to um, rock the boat so much. And so in in certain respects, I hid parts of my, I guess, my true personality or who I was trying to just trying to fit in. Um, And it was a miserable existence. So it actually ended up being that outside of a few couple of people that I'm still good friends with now, most everybody in high school that I actually went to high school with, no fucks given about any of them. All my really good friends ended up being people I met through my, my the local youth group I hang out with at church for a while and some other stuff. Um, and I'm still friends with those people to, that, to this day. But I was also myself with those people. Right. Um, and I, just recently, within the last, I'd say, five to ten years, where I've decided, you know, to fully just like, fuck it i don't care you know like this podcast is a perfect example i know that shit that i say and do and whatnot probably some people are like what the actual fuck but i don't care it's me i am who i am and i've decided that rather than try to always fit in you know unless i'm getting paid for it like when i do at work yeah but (laughs) i think there's something to be said for the find your tribe kind of mentality like even and especially now with when schools are bigger and broader and have more yes it may still be a whole bunch of clicks but you can usually find a click that clicks with you (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like whether it's the band geeks or the choir nerds or the whatever or the popular kids or the sports guys or the D &D players or whatever it is you can find somebody that doesn't really care that you care carry around a stuffed animal (laughs) of your favorite my little pony or whatever yeah well it's also kind of different too like well and i'm sure some of this happens it depends on where you're at geographically and whatnot as, as well but like i remember when i was growing up in school and I'm going to drop a word here that I normally wouldn't say, so I just want to kind of preface, preface it with that. But um, calling somebody a faggot, yeah, great way to insult them. And it was a it was a huge, you know, and there was tons of times where I got, you know, when I was in a new school, especially this fucking hick town. We lived, I went to this goddamn hick, the, the school, the dis, we didn't live in the hick town, but mm-hmm. the school district itself was so broad. Yeah. The school I got assigned to, 99% of the students out there were some backwoods fucking okies that were just close-minded and bigoted to a fucking extreme and so anything to do with you know the whole homosexual blah 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 was yeah oh yeah it was a he's one of them queerosexuals and so that was one of the major insults there was people calling you know Mm -hmm. you know other people faggots and whatnot and this and that where i here where i went to school that was a big deal at the time right don't think it's as popular not, not, not as big of a deal now um not to say not to at all say that there's no. still not a struggle there but um and, and it was it was one of those things that i didn't instead of trying to like turn it around like really you know like that kind of thing i i more got you know scared of being possibly associated that way because i'm like oh, that's not me i don't like because I'm, I'm obviously i'm not i got three kids um i'm, I'm not a homosexual I'm not i didn't want me wasn't trying to compare that to the f word sorry but um it was one of those things that was a fear-based thing back then. And, and so it's, it's, it's nice to seem like I'm like, I'm watching my kids now and the, like the things that my son does that I would have never done in school at his age for fear of the retribution and the, the just the overall getting cast out and, and being picked out and singled out <clears throat> and everything. And, it's like wait no the, all the kids are doing that now so it's it's a it's this weird mind fuck and i can see where he where this guy the dad was coming from mm-hmm. what kelly was saying was that you know hey look dude i just want you to know that I, I don't think it's right i don't think it's appropriate but this might happen and <clears throat> and and he was like super scared that his kid was gonna get singled out and i'm like yeah i, I totally get that and you don't really want to make yourself a target middle school is rough enough as it is but at the same time the kids aren't being targeted over the same things these days. It's, 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 it's the paradigm has shifted a bit and it's kind of weird and it's hard to wrap your head around at times, you know? Um, but so my answer to that is go ahead, let them, let them carry the plush toy. It, it... Uh, yeah. I think you should let your kids do. I think you're probably going to give your kids more of a complex by not letting them be your themselves as, as, as you, as their parent. 
than they would get for being teased at school. I think that as long as your children know that at home that they're safe and respected and and loved unconditionally, that whether or not they have a hard time at school is going to become irrelevant. Right. Yeah. And, uh, that There are some extremes to that that I'm willing to say probably don't mm-hmm. relate to that, but just as a general rule, and I don't mind, I, I've said the same thing to Ezra before. Um, he, every summer, right before school ends, I let the kids dye their hair, whatever color they want. And this year he got streaks of red in his hair and it looked really cool. I'm just telling you, like, I think that if we lived anywhere else, <laughs> he would have, everybody would have thought it was really cool, but he's kind of a, you know, different kind of kid doesn't have any really good yeah. solid friend base and kids were making fun of him for it and i he you know i was like dude i i will do whatever you want to do if you are don't want the kids to make fun of you and you want to shave your head or dye it a different color or whatever you want to do i will do whatever you want and he's like and i was really proud of him he said no let them say whatever they want i like my hair the way it is and that was really important to that, me yeah that was a parenting win i know right because it's like <laughs> You're getting it. Uh, You might not be getting everything, but you're getting a very crucial and important aspect of life, which is if you're not doing anything to harm or hurt other people, don't let what other people think dictate what you do with your life. Because I did that for a very long time as a child. And it, I really regret a lot of the things, a lot of those things that ended up, I ended up missing out on because of what I was trying to do or who I was trying to avoid at times too to not get picked on or whatnot or or just mercilessly teased. And so um, I'm I'm super happy to see that he's willing to understand that they're the shithead for making fun of him for it, not the other way around, not that he's the shithead for dyeing his hair. Right. It's like even our neighbor here, who's he's he's an older gentleman, he had made a comment. I'm confused if that's a boy or a girl. Man, that's my my, boy. He's my son. Well, he just got the hair on the top of his head. I'm like, yep, he's got long hair, and he's out working today, so he put it on a ponytail on top of his head so he wouldn't sweat. And there's not a goddamn thing wrong with that. And he kind of looked at me. He's like, well, no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not saying there is. I'm like, well, kind of by bringing it up, you're, you sort of are hinting like there might be something wrong. So just letting you know, we don't have any gender bias in my household. <laughs> and if he wants to grow his hair out long, totally fine. If he wants to have and a man bun. And if you see a four-year-old wearing a pink dress, don't yeah. uh, freak out. And if you see my daughter out here, you know shooting bb guns don't freak out she doesn't mean she's a boy she, right she's she, just, just just a kid <laughs> yeah she's just doing kid things and and so you can just deal with her fuck off old people make me so mad oh i know it's so... i had to clean a house with my grandmother sitting there and she's freaking so bad yeah so bad yeah well it, yeah it's i yeah won't go too far down that road. It's just that it's a different generation. It's a, it's a generational thing, and they don't. I try to respect the fact that it's not meant in in you know. Not uh, always. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes the person's just a hateful, spiteful asshole. Sometimes. But the guy next door, he he seemed pretty receptive to it. He's like he kind of said it at first. I said no. I said we just don't. You know, if he I'm like if he came home wearing a kilt or a dress tomorrow. What does that matter? It doesn't change who he is. He's still my fucking son. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, you know. So I'm like, we don't, we don't put a lot of emphasis on these little weird things. We just let the kid be who they are, and we support them through all the decisions, good and or bad. And you know, and that's that's all it is. And they'll become their own person. And you know, it's it's all a phase. I remember doing stupid shit. You know, when I was growing up with, you know, trying different hairstyles to fit in and whatnot and this and that. And it's just, it's stuff that you do as you're trying to figure out your place. And in- honestly, I mean, I, a lot of people, I will, you know, what would you do if you're, for example, a pubescent age child. So Ezra, Ezra's age comes home and says, I feel like I'm a girl I, and I want to wear a dress and be called a girl's name and blah 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 and people are like well what would you do then i'm like then i would call him whatever name he wanted and i would let him wear a dress to school like i wouldn't let him physically alter himself his body until he's until he's old enough to to make that to make that decision 
but I would do everything in my power to make him feel comfortable in whatever way he wanted to be felt. Yep. And um, and there would just be the mutual understanding that I've been calling you Ezra for 12 years. So <laughs> right. It might take to, a while. If, might, if I need to call you Ezrina now, <laughs> I'll do it. But you might give me some time to adjust to it because it's just a it's Well, we've even had habit. that problem with Tempe wanting to be called Temperance. I couldn't do it. I oh, laugh. for the longest time, she's like, you need to call me Temperance. That's my name. I'm like, all right, Tempe. Dad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Tempe. Dad. I'm, uh, yes, te- Temperance. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of like trying to remember to drive to the right house right now yeah right i keep fucking (laughs) going to the wrong house oh my god all the time like i'll be all there's been times where i've been almost in the driveway i'm like fuck (laughs) i turn around go the other direction so yeah it there's our um rambly bambly kind of a show for the evening sorry for all the interruptions uh it's a four-year-old we have one and and my wife's got a piece and she's pointing like i gotta gotta use the restroom that's why i was silently saying it (laughs) That's the benefit of an auto for- so audio you, you format. you don't want me to draw up the, uh, the outro here and take a really long time? I'll just leave. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. No, no uh, so First we are- First episode ever where I don't say bye. <laughs> we, are, we are a member of the Podcast Collective. It's a nice little network we have put together here. Um, on the Podcast Collective, you can find such shows as Us, On the Block, No Hope for Humanity, The Coffin Joe Cast, The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, 40 Going on 14, Dating, d- 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 dating Baggage, the Internet with Scott the Pool Boy, I Am Salt Lake, Minton Boxcast, Tales from the Hard Side, and then our two latest editions, The Dog and Deuce Show and The Rad Dad Radio Hour. Um, and so, yeah, check out those shows. We do have uh, possibly another show getting ready to come on. I'm trying to work out the details there. It'll be another parenting-style show. So we've got a nice little mix on the network there. Um, otherwise, if you want to contact us, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com or you can leave us a voicemail, 503-609-0375, uh, or you can record it on your little app on your phone and send it to that. F- yeah, um, the email address I just stated, I'm losing track here. I'm spacing out. And I got a pee. Yep. Uh, and then uh, what was the other thing? I totally lost it. So Podcast Collective. The, oh, merch. Buy merch. We have shirts and stuff. Buy some merch. Help support the show. Uh, we love the listeners. And thank you, everybody, who's contacting me directly about the uh, best of show, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and, and talk to us and giving us support through this whole moving thing. We really appreciate all of you. And Trent just came out. Oh, he wants to watch more American Ninja yeah. Warrior. Do you want to say, you wanna say goodbye, goodbye, Trent? We're getting ready to say. Hold on. Hold on. I yet. When mommy says it, you can say it too, okay? So until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.